What it is, everybody? Welcome to episode 123 of Fish and Connoisseura Movie. My name's David... What is my name? My name's David Pether. You could call me Fish. With me, as always, my favorite sack of shit, Colin McBart! That's a lie. It's Colin McDuff. I'm here again for the final... The final... Resident Evil retrospective, and we're also joined by the lovely guest. Hello, it's a me, Tracy B. Oh, Tracy B. <laughs> <laughs> the final chapter. We've made it, guys. Six movies. It feels like a lot more. It's, it might have yeah. been because we've kind of had a little bit of a break in the middle, like like we've sort of spoke about over the last few episodes. We binge reviewed a couple of these, which was pretty fucking. <laughs> intense and it feels like that was a while ago and now we're finally at the final chapter i rolled up to fucking hoyt's imax got that big screen going i'm like miller give it to me oh yeah how did you guys see it was there many people in your screenings there was quite a few on mine what time did you no. see it tracy uh we went and saw it in the evening about like 6 p.m i think it was weekend over the weekend no we went on um oh yeah actually it would have been the weekend it was on saturday Oh wait, no, sorry, Friday. There we go. Friday. That's the day. I oh, sorry. the Friday night fright fest that is Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. Was it full of teenagers? No, surprisingly, it wasn't. There was it was all sort of people about my age, sort of in their twenties and stuff. I wonder if teenagers even give a shit about this franchise because it's so <laughs> it's been going for so long. You know, I like know. like I was a teenager. I was a young teenager when this started, and yeah. I'm nearly thirty. <laughs> you yeah. know, so fucking. So yeah. There wasn't there wasn't many teenagers in there for it. I think it was pretty much just everybody sort of around our age group that was like, yeah, I know what this film is. We'll go see that. Well, I went with Reese, you know, our buddy Reese, who um, is pretty much the reason we're doing this. He sent us a message <laughs> and said, hey, are you guys going to review this future masterpiece? And it was like the trailer to the final chapter. <laughs> so that's why we're here, guys. Thank you, Reese. See Dick. Uh, me and him sat there, and I think it was me, him, and three other people in uh, IMAX cinema which uh, isn't yes. very impressive but saying that we did go Friday afternoon at 4.45 so you know everyone's back at school now oh, I yeah. saw I saw it Saturday and there were like three people during the day nah like 4.50 yeah but like, wow man okay cinema etiquette 101 alright if you've got an empty cinema obviously you don't sit in front directly in front of someone yeah but we enter and the rows are literally like there's a person in every second row. So we got, we're bound to sit, you know, in a row with someone directly behind us. Mm -hmm. And we're like, all right, we sit down, these seats are buggered. So like, oh, we'll just sit here. So we go in and these two motherfuckers <laughs> fucking behind us, like clearly we've tried to like, well, this is the decision we've made. It's a fucking public place. We've all paid the same amount. They actually went seriously. Like they fucking said that. How fucking rude can you be? Oh, Shut your stupid ridiculous. fucking mouth, you dumb bitch. So hold on, I'm what, gonna you fucking sat sit in here. front of them because your seats were broken? Is that... Yeah, no, no. So we just sat in the row. We didn't actually even sit in front of them. Like, we're not bastards. There was like six of us. We mm. sat like one to the right of them. So they still had perfect view. We went directly in front of them. <laughs> we went loud. We just sat in the fucking row in front of them and they chucked a tantrum. Fuck you guys. I wish I fucking sat in front of you, took a shit in my hand and flung it at you all because you're a fucking bunch of pricks. You Fuck should have you. just, like, got up and moved in front of them and then, like, poured a soda on their laps. <laughs> oh, my bad. I was waiting for them <laughs> to say something else because I wanted to be like, is there a problem? But I was also at work, and so that kind of... <laughs> yeah. I had, a, I had a, a similar situation, um, it, except it was somebody else who was... Uh, like, me and Reese were kind of the ones that were like, uh, for real? Um, this guy, <laughs> like I said, three other people in this whole cinema. It's like, you know, a 400-seat cinema. And granted, it is allocated seating, so he's he's probably just doing the right thing. But this motherfucker came in late. Um, it didn't really hinder our movie too much, but he sat directly behind us. Aww. And to me, I was kind of like, you know, more so for him, I'm like, dude, like, you know, there's so many other spaces where you would be getting yeah. a, a better view. You know, like, Reese is a big dude. He's got big hair. He's fucking sticking up in front of this guy. <laughs> and he sat right behind <laughs> him. I'm like, come on. Um, I don't know. People are weird. It's, uh, it's you know, use your common sense, people. Anyway. People yeah. are weird. <sighs> the final chapter. Well, Connor McDuff or Colin McButt, will you tell us what happened 
in what is supposedly the final chapter in this franchise. <laughs> so we end the last we end the last film. My name is Alice. Um, with a with them all in Washington, and the zombies are attacking, and we've got Alice, we've got Ada, Ada Wong, we've got Leon, we've got Jill Valentine and Wesker. The whole crew's together. What's going to happen? They're about to take well, on the hordes of the undead. It's going to be awesome. It, it doesn't fucking matter because the film starts off with Alice being in a totally destroyed Washington and there's no uh, really... There's, you don't really know why everyone's gone. Hold Big on. Big so shock there. Hold Big on. Shock. She's alone again? Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway. I call bullshit. Bullshit. She's Bullshit. walking around Washington. We don't know how long or whatever, etc. The Red Queen finds her. The Red Queen is like, hey, what up? Um, I want you to save the world now. And Alice is like, bitch, you have told me countless times that you want to kill everyone. What? What's wrong with you? And she's like, nah, you've got 48 hours. See you in Raccoon City. Alice <laughs> goes to Raccoon City. The doctor's back uh, from the fourth one. She's like, what the fuck happened? And even she's fed up with the plot lines in these films because she goes, oh, right, I would have killed your clone. Cool, yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's fine. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, yeah, sweet. She cuts off his hand and she fucks off to Raccoon City. Claire Redfield's there. Hey, Claire, how you doing? It's been a little bit. Claire goes, yep, this is my boyfriend. We're survivors. Alice is like, cool, by the way, I'm leading an entire armada of zombies to kill all of you. Sorry, dot com slash not sorry. We have to go into the hive. So she's there. Uh, Ruby Rose is there as well. They all say g'day. They get up into the hive. A bunch of them die. They're into the hive and basically they're trying to find the antidote. They rock up. Um, turns out Claire's boyfriend is a villain and he dies. Albert Wesker isn't actually the big baddie but an employee. The doctor that captured Alice is a clone as well and the real doctor's been in hibernation the entire time. And the other person that runs the company, Alicia, and I fucking called this at the beginning of the goddamn film when they didn't show her face and I knew it was yes, fucking Alice. Yes, oh, for voice, sure, yeah. Right? I knew it was goddamn Alice. Yeah. Anyway, Alice is, turns out Alice is a clone of this old woman, Alicia, who has this, who the whole reason the T-virus was made was because she had an aging problem so her dad made this thing, etc. It doesn't matter because they don't care, so why should I? Anyway, <laughs> she goes in, she finds out she's a clone. Alice is upset. I don't know why, to be quite honest. Anyway, they blow up the hive, um, and then it's called the final chapter. They, Alice is told that when she releases this antidote, it's airborne, it'll kill anything with the T-virus in it. So she goes, sweet, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Does it, all the zombies die. Albert Wesker's dead, the doctor's dead. Everybody's dead except for Claire and Alice, and... They're just hanging out. It turns out Alice isn't dead because it only attacked the T-virus. And then she's like, why the fuck did you tell me this? And the reasoning was that she needed to prove herself or some shit. In what fucking situation does that, is that relevant? It doesn't matter. Again, they don't care. Why should I? Oh, and then at the very, the last 30 seconds of the film, literally it's Alice going, oh yeah, so the airborne, uh... The airborne antidote didn't hit the world yet. It goes with the wind, so I'm just going to go. I still have stuff to do. So it's not the final chapter, okay? We got lied to, all right? That's the end. But come fucking on, you can't tell me that you didn't bitch. see that was going to fucking pop up at the end. I knew no, there was going to be some tactics. we discussed shit. it. Like, we all discussed it, but I'm just saying, like, it just, like, it was so cheap. Like, that was oh, so yeah. cheap. Like, I literally, literally the last fucking minute of the film like not even a justification not like anything they're literally just like oh the day saved and at the very end they've literally gone hey if you guys like it we'll make more so, yeah that's it. Yeah, leaving it <laughs> like open. so <laughs> pathetic my god do you want to know what i feel like these films are like what i've realized i feel like these films are it's as if i don't know if i've said this before it's as if you've given a 15 year old who like a 15 year old boy who plays a lot of video games the option to write a film. Like, hey man, you want to write a film? Here's millions and millions of dollars, do whatever you want. And that guy goes, fuck yeah. Like, that's what these films feel like now. Like, especially this one. Yeah. My God. And, and a oh, different 15-year-old for every movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. But it's, Pretty yeah, much. like, it's the, the, the elephant in the room, really, isn't it? The fact that it's called the final chapter. Like, why, why finalize it? if they know they're leaving the possibility of it leaving it opening, you know? Like, don't do that. Either go one way or the other. Like, make it part six, and there could be a seven, you know, yeah. if we get the funding. But don't 
call it the final chapter. The only franchise that can do that is Friday the 13th, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that's a whole other thing. This is, in this day and age, I just, I don't feel like you can get away with that. Like it's no. the, the solid statement of saying this is the end, you know, and it's a good marketing tool because a lot of people would be like, oh, fuck, well, th- if this is the last one, I'll go back and watch all the other ones and then go see this one. So it gets people yeah. to go and, you know, hire shit on iTunes, you find it on Netflix, whatever. They go and watch it. They come back and, you know, see this final one. And you feel like you're, you've are you got the whole story. You know, like you feel like you've got the whole thing. It's like buying a box set of a TV series on DVD. You get the whole thing. You do, the last yeah. thing you want to do is feel like I've spent all this money and time and effort and get to the end and be like, oh, fuck, well, it's actually not the end. That's yeah. like so wrong insulting <laughs> yeah insulting it's fucking insulting yeah. and especially and you know you know what is even more of a kick in the face in regards to that as well is having us sit through all of these films and then just completely rewriting the plot in the last what is supposed to be the last film last because one. they did they went through and like when they did that whole recap at the start of the film they fully rewrote like <laughs> most of two and so many other bits of what happened when they're talking about the- like the back the background of Umbrella and the T-Virus. Yeah, and even the background of the little girl. Like, and, you know, because in the second one, they told us that it was this particular... Um, oh, even in the first one, they're saying it's this scientist's daughter. And oh, he made it of course they did. Shit, I didn't yeah, even and, think of that. Yeah, and yeah, now the in this programmer. one, all of a sudden... Yeah, it's Dr. Isaac's... Uh, <laughs> Who put who put her in as the Red Queen and did all that stuff? Oh. So they've completely rewritten these movies that we have now sat through five of yeah. to get to this point. Wow! And I was so pissed off because I sat down and I was I went and saw it with my friend Jesse who um he watched the first two with me but then he didn't watch any other ones and he was just like oh that's so handy like that just totally recapped me on everything and he's like I feel like I could have just gone into that without seeing anything and I turned to him and I'm just like fuck like piss me off so much because I did actually sit through those films when I didn't even have to. I could have just come into mm. this film and had it fully explained to me at the beginning. It makes, and, like, yeah. there's, there's heaps of stuff. The whole point of, like, Alice, right, is that in all the other films, the reason they want her so bad is because she's the original. Like, they make all these clones and she's the only one. Like, she's the OG. They can't... Yeah. Like, every time they replicate her, like, they screw up. She's the pure one. That's why the T-Virus reacts so well. And what? Suddenly she's a clone? So what the fuck is that? Like, what on earth? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Why did you do that? Why is Wesker, who's, like, literally stated in prior films he's the big bad man in in all the Resident Evil films, suddenly, like, an employee, like a... Basic well, I was just going to ask that, actually. Wasn't in... When Dr. Isaacs was around, what movie was that? Was that three? Four. Or four? Uh, three. Three. Yeah. Yeah, three. three. It was, was three, Extinction. Three, yeah. yeah, Extinction. So, yeah. in that one, Isaacs was answering to Wesker from memory. Yeah. Right? He was. So, they've completely rewritten that as well. Wow. Although, although to be fair, that was just Isaac's clone. He answers <laughs> no, to be... the original... <laughs> he answers to the original Isaac in this last one. <laughs> Okay. Just like... Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> That's that Paul W. S. Anderson. Uh, I've, it's it's there, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah. I can't like I can't handle like and even all this like stuff that I'm like what the fuck okay whatever like that's how I feel you're like what the whatever you know what I mean yeah. you're like fine it's there but like the one thing I was like that is just absolute horseshit is the moment of um of oh we had to see that you were worthy. At the oh, very yes. end. I about, don't like, understand that at all. What, what like, do you what? mean you have to see that you're worthy? She's saving the entire human race. I don't think it ma- fucking matters. Okay. Hey, Alice, can you save the entire human race? You won't die at the end. Sure, I'll save the entire human race. That means yeah. that uh, we'll all live. Hey, Alice, can you save the entire human race? You will die at the end. Sure, I'll save the entire human race. Like, why even make that a plot point? Like, what the... F- Hmm. Uh, that was gone. Yeah, it's supposed uh, yeah. to be a personal sacrifice thing. I, I, I get yeah, it. But it's like, just not done well. Like, why? Like, the Red <laughs> Queen. Like, why? It's just so... I don't understand why I honestly, it's in I there. honestly think it would have been better if she died. I think Me it would have been great if she died. Like, the ultimate sacrifice. She, She's part... She's, you know, uh, coupled with the T-Virus, so she dies along with them all. And um, it's a little bit of a cop-out that she doesn't. And... 
the other way I would have liked it to end is if she does live, is that she kind of goes on to live the life that, you know, the chick that she's cloned after should have lived if she wasn't yeah. in a wheelchair or, well, you know, in uh, have that disease. So that's that's where I think it should have gone. Not, not with a you know, like the bat thing following her. Um, but listen, I talking about all this rewriting and all this business, I, I you're right. I, di I didn't even realize that the Red Queen was different. Um, it's been so long since I watched part two, but it's, that is ridiculous. But one Isn't thing I will so say, one thing I will say is that I did like getting the, the backstory of Umbrella and where it started yeah, I really and, liked and that. how that's like, I was like, this is great information to have. It only took us six movies to get here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was kind of stuff yeah. that it was kind of interesting to see and stuff. I agree. Yeah. That, and, yeah. and you know, when we finally find out what the whole motivation behind all of this is, is that these, you know, these upper class umbrella executives have decided they need to purge the world. They need to know as arc that shit and yeah. just destroy all the impure people. I like that. I think that yeah. is great. And I think it is totally justifiable to explain what the hell has happened throughout the rest of these movies, you know, in the vaguest sense. But it's it makes sense to me. And I like we're at the point where they're just about to wipe out the remnants of the human race. And then they're all going to come back and, and restart. Like, I, I, I think that is really cool. And yeah. I wish... That, that had kind of come up earlier. You know what I mean? Like maybe part yeah. four even. <laughs> Stop mucking around with all these other plot lines because this actually gives me something to latch onto the motivation of our villains. And I like it. I actually did like this film. Like I, I thought they did a good job with it. I just, I think the reason that I get so annoyed at it is what we've had before and what, we've been leading up to and just it's basically just like they've decided oh we want to go in a completely different direction but every I think, single time it's always happens yeah. and uh, it's see, and especially look. like in the way that they just start the film you know the battle is over like that yeah. is such a prick tease that's it's like i came in with a bad taste in my mouth immediately because for the last five years all i've been thinking about when i think about the resident evil movie franchise is how cool was that last shot in Retribution when it pulls out and shows a horde of undead coming for the White House and we've got, you know, our team assembled, ready for the last stand. We've got Leon, we've got Ada, we've got... Uh, was Claire there? No. Jill. Jill was there. But, Jill. you know, the team. We've got a team yeah. like we have at the end of every film. And, like, I thought, I thought for, for, for sure they were going to go with it for once when you're doing the final chapter. But yeah. oh, when she, put, oh no. Like when, as soon as she crawled out of that thing, I was like, the battle's over. We don't even get to see what is probably the coolest part of this franchise. Yep. yep. It pissed me Grr. fucking right Albert off. Albert right tricked you. Yeah, we know he was going to trick her. Why didn't you show us <laughs> him doing it? Like, why didn't I see that? And Tracy, like, yeah, that team up like, didn't last long. <laughs> I just want to, like, I don't know how you liked this film in regards to, and this isn't, like, you liked it in general, but my God, the editing, like... Oh, yes, it was so, like, it was so it was shaky dreadful. cam, like, just... What the hell? Like, what, cut, uh, like, like... Cut, 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 cut. I actually started to get motion been... sickness because of how quickly the cut, like, how you know how quick the cuts were these films have been stupid as hell in the past but one of the things they haven't really done poorly is is sort of the way they are necessarily the way they cut like they've never done this before where it's like the action you can understand what's going on in this like there's so many scenes that i i genuinely like put my hands over my eyes for a second because i'm like oh my god like just take a second to breathe for god's sake i don't know what what is What's going on? Like, the camera's shaking everywhere. There's a million cuts. I'm like, what the f- Is this Jason Bourne? Like, I haven't seen anything like this in a long time. What the hell's going on? Like, we don't need to do this anymore. This trend be, is dying. Be, really? To be fair, though. Did you? It yeah. did get- it got better as the film went on, though, because it was it was very much like that at the beginning of the film, and I can't tell whether I got used to it or whether it did get a bit better, but I'm pretty sure it did get a little better um, once she'd sort of been captured by Isaac since she was on that big moving locomotive. I, I didn't mind it, hey. I thought it was quite cool. I, I actually found it, um, like, but saying that I do, I like the Jason Bourne movies and I like that style. Um, 
it gets a bit excessive in those films, but I didn't think it was over overboard here. I I, I found, hated it so much. I found it quite thing. hectic and quite um like I honestly hadn't I hadn't even put any thought to it until you guys have have sort of brought it up. I had no issue with it. I in in fact I think it added to the film. I, one thing I will say about this movie is I I, I quite like the look of it and um yeah the cinematography like it, it takes me good. back to um takes me back to extinction which i think is the prettiest yes. yes that's what i was gonna say i really really like the fact that they've got that extinction look in it and because this is this is the point in the movie like in the franchise where it should have looked like that like i love extinction but this that look should have been later in the in the series but i was gonna just add on to what you said there even though the shaky cam did get to me a bit, I've got to agree with you that it was effective because at the beginning of the film, we went in and we sat down and when the movie started, my heart actually instantly started racing so fast because I, yeah, nice. like the flash cuts were just really working, like those quick cuts were just really working me up and then the jump scares on top of them, like with that kind of cutting, just had me like, oh God, my heart was just racing the entire like, I think first 10 minutes of that film yeah. because I was just like, oh, what's happening? What's going to go? What's happening? So are you talking about so, the yeah. scene with the, the big bat thing? Yeah, oh, yeah even yeah. before that, like when she goes to drink the water and that oh, big yeah. Oh, and it jumps out, like, yeah. zombie pops out. And even when she goes down into the basement and she's talking to the Red Queen, like that's that all just had me on the edge of my seat. Had like, you go was... And I, I'll agree with that because I, I honestly felt, again, we're going back to those early films. It felt... Like, there's a bit of mystery, there's a bit of, um, you know, dread, there's tension, there's everything there. Like, the stuff that they, they you know, they did well to a certain extent in those early films is, is sort of come back at the start of this film. Like, when that, that zombie jumps out of the, um, the yeah, water. Yeah, horror element. Yeah, we've gone back to horror. It's, 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 it feel, again, it feels a lot like the start of Extinction. Um, and that bat scene was so cool. Like, I thought that was awesome. It was. And like, I think it was really well done with the stunts and everything as well. Like the oh, car thank chase. God. I, I bitched a lot about like kind of the action and the stunts and stuff of the last movie, which I felt were pretty lackluster compared to the rest of the film. And I feel like they've backed a form here, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. And even the fight scenes were done really well in this as well. Like I, the, the issue that I've had with the last two is that every, like every fight scene was in slow motion, but this yeah, one, they had a really good balance. Thank God. Yeah. Um, like they did have a few slow motion bits, but it worked really well in in relation to the rest of the fight. Yeah, I loved that scene where she was um, hanging upside down and kicked all those guys. All the <laughs> yeah, I liked it too, but I couldn't great, fucking yeah. see it. Like it, I, I that was like in the trailer, and I was actually I was really keen for that because yeah, right. that ending shot of her hanging was really sweet. But um, I don't know. I was just watching it. And I'm like, what the, f- like what's going on? I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't keep up. What the hell? I don't remember Why that one being hectic. I do remember it being hectic, like cinematography wise, when she is getting dragged behind the, the tank. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought for that particular scene, it was fitting because it was such a, you know, there was so much panic in that scene. Like, you know, there's a whole horde of zombies yeah. behind her. That was actually um, probably my fave scene. Yeah, yeah. I love that, that stuff. That like, and it, the wind turbine. That was a great scene too. That was another one I was really into. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, that's all. What I want to say is that I, I feel like the action is back on par, and I I think the cinematography really complements it. So that's pretty cool, and it just feels like we're getting a little bit more of the world as opposed to just like sections of the world. Like part four was just one part of the world. Retribution was like, what the hell was that? We're underground in this weird Hunger Games scenario, and then all of a sudden now we're back. Oh, the story's back, and I and I think the reason why this movie's probably resonating more with you tracy is they're actually advancing the story yes (laughs) i think that's i think i that's why i could appreciate it there was a lot more story to be had in this one i felt like there was a goal and i felt like there was something i was watching it for and actually now that i mention it i don't think there was yeah ever a time when i was watching it where i thought i'm really bored now i want this movie to be over which I have had that feeling with a few of the other films. Yeah, like, I, I love just seeing that army of, like, undead coming over the horizon once she gets to the building. Once she gets to the building, I felt a little bit, like, number four again. You know, we're back yeah. in a prison. We're back with a new group of people. They don't trust her, you know, all that, you know, we've got to go through that bullshit. But they didn't dwell on it. It wasn't the whole movie. It was, like, 20 minutes. 
And yeah. I think that's perfect. And that just makes me feel <laughs> how much of a waste of time Afterlife was. But anyway, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we get some we get some new characters, but they're nobody of you know any video game fame. They're nobody except for Claire. Um, which was and good. they all die immediately. I was they just going to say, the, the, the problem is that because they're nobodies, they're expendable. They may as well be yeah. clones, you know? I was very confused by how they gave um, Ruby Rose's character, like, quite a weird emotional death. Because I was like, right? they, have not built, they have not built this up to be a character that I care about. Why are we, like... Why is she getting such a built-up death? Like she, well, she sort of got a little bit. Like you could see there was some sort of understanding between her and Alice, and I really expected that to go on. But uh, like you just said before, Connor, the the wind turbine scene is probably one of my favorite scenes in the film. Um, it takes me back to like the laser scene in the first one. It's just like a really fun, like hectic scene, and for her to die, I did not see that coming. Like, I yeah. thought yeah. they were going to give her a little bit more. But I really... I, I, and I guess I felt the emotion because I was, I was upset that I didn't get more time with this chick. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's yeah. because it's Ruby Rose as well. You know, Australian actress. Maybe she means more to us. I don't know. Oh, the, the part that, like, I couldn't stand was the, the bloody... There was a moment where they, she meets up with all these survivors and it tries to do the same thing... Um, the one, what was the one in the prison? Afterlife? Yeah, was Afterlife. that the one in the prison? Yeah. Trust me, that where it kind of introduces this group of people, but it was like straight up, like one sequence where that guy with the sword got mad and the, <laughs> the, the line was literally like, just because you want to be the leader and you're not. And I was like, are you fucking stupid? Like, why would, <laughs> that is so on the nose. Like that is, and the next minute he's nothing. He just dies a basic bitch death like the rest of them. They're all just this horrible ensemble. Like, they're not colourful at all. And then there's that, um, what's, his, what's his name? The, I forget his name. The black guy. He mm. is so goddamn funny. Like, I laughed. We were all laughing hysterically when he's like, what did he say? He's like, I left my guns at the lake. It's some horrible line yeah. where they're talking yeah. about the amount of arrow. I left my guns at the lake. He is so I just, like, bad. So bad. And I just, I couldn't I think even, even Reese turned to me. And, you know, Reese. Reese doesn't get as, as deep into movies as we do. He he seems to either like a movie or, or hate a movie. And he turned to me, he's like, that guy's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's oh, just, you man. know, they reminded me of, you know, in the Lost World, Jurassic Park, there's just like more people to kill. It's like, oh, yeah. we'll, just, we'll just introduce more people so dinosaurs can eat them. Or we'll introduce yeah. more people so the monsters can eat them. And, you know, it's cool because we actually get to see people die, but... It's kind of like a waste of a waste of time. They they already had characters. They've got Leon. Yeah. They've got Chris. They got like let's kill them. Mm -hmm. Let's make that emotional. Imagine Chris yeah. flying into that fan. That's yeah. then that's a justifiably emotional death. That's that death you're looking for there, Tracy. Yeah, I exactly. I don't understand why they didn't go down that route. We would somebody we got a, a message on our Facebook was saying that apparently all these people were credited. In, on IMDb yeah Ryan Cosler yeah. was telling us that yeah so, um, but they're not they're not even in flashbacks at all which is what I, I think you said that to him that they might just be in flashbacks but I didn't see him in any yeah well that's what I thought maybe they'll even be at the start but they weren't yeah so, Ryan we've all been fucking fooled <laughs> it's just like uh, I was saying that I liked when the black guy died that monster thing uh, that razor monster I think it's called um, you know, the one that kills, one? kills him in the kitchen. Yeah, Weird. that thing's pretty gnarly. I liked, I liked that whole scene. He looks like a thing from Gears of War, straight out of um, that the Berserker in Gears of War. Oh, you yeah. know the big the, the he looks like that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I was, uh, I want to see more of those monsters. Like, let's mm. let's yeah. unleash those motherfuckers on, on you know. Well, you killed the zombie horde, but now there's heaps of these things. You know, that always seems to be the. <laughs> The progression, like the zombies and then the liquors, you know, and this thing was kind of a liquor, I guess. So I assumed it was going to be a bigger deal, but it was a cool scene, but again, just killed fairly easily. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and it was that, uh, like all of those kind of uh, boss battle bits in this film, Alice sort of takes them down very easily in yeah. comparison to how it sort of went down in the other films, which I mean, um, I don't mind that because she's got the plot to get on with. Yeah. We've got to move But it along. did. 
yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very consistent. I was kind of like, uh, well, I've seen her have a lot more issues than she's currently having in the past. Even if she just like used similar, um, you know, ways of killing them, like the way that she might have luckily killed them back in the other other movies she's like well i know how to do it now and just kill them straight away yeah well i mean the thing that bothers me as well is like she's killing them like she's got her powers back like with ease you know but and then they had that line at the beginning of the film saying oh wesker tricked you and he pretended to give you your powers back but then he didn't and i was just like okay (laughs) so she's not super powerful that's what i was yeah i was kind of like so what hold on is she or isn't she it was still very flaky even though they said that like yeah. I just can't trust anything that these movies throw at us. <laughs> no, they must have just regretted they must have just regretted having Wesker like do that, I guess, and just be like, Oh no, that was fake. He forget just tricked that. you. Yeah, forget that. Yeah. Like why? Why? <laughs> why why forget that? Why just not write something smarter? Yeah. Like, this is my big yeah. question for this entire film. Like it made me so mad because I'm like, a lot of these things that you've just covered up, like what difference does it make if Alice knows whether or not this thing, like, it just fucks me off. Like, just rewrite shit. Why do you just go with these horrible explanations? A lot of these things could easily be written, like, intelligently. Like, how do you allow that? How did someone let this get past and go, yeah, it's fine, I guess, like, I'm sure people will like it. No one, (laughs) no one's okay with that stuff. And it just, ah, it hurts my head. And, like, Wesker's death. Oh, he's fired. Wow, very cool. And then he gets his leg chopped off. Like, a guy that dashes around a room with, like, extreme speed can't handle a bit of a leg getting lopped off. Yeah. For God's sake, the man got blown literally into goo. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. But for some reason, he can't survive his leg getting lopped What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? You Did can't he just his negate that. at some point? Did that happen? It's not said. No, I, it's uh, not said. Okay. Pretty sure I, he dashes look, in look. it. I will say I do like the way that they sort of start to kill him. I like the idea that the Red Queen, you know, can't hurt him. Um, even we'll talk yeah. about the Red Queen in a sec. But like the the whole you know thing of her being a good guy basically now, and I like the idea that Alicia fires him so he's not technically an Umbrella employee anymore, so he can get killed. That's awesome. Fucking, let's throw everything at this guy. This guy is the big bad of this franchise. And for him to just get a door put over his leg and just sit there and basically rot and die, like he drops a grenade. like It's so underwhelming for a build-up of literally six movies, you know? Also, the whole premise of, like, she's the Red Queen can't kill... uh, um, umbrella, employees. Uh, umbrella employees makes no sense because Alice was an umbrella employee in the first one, along with all those other umbrella core people, Who and she they killed, killed yeah. all of them. Exactly. In fact, she kind of specifically kills umbrella employees I, most of yeah. the time. I think it might be like high ranking umbrella employees who aren't infected. That's that was what very I'm, like, it, it's not really said. I hated that Robocop fucking tag <laughs> on there. <laughs> No, I liked it. I thought it was cool. I like, you know, yeah, it is flaky now that you pointed out like that, but I think it's cool. Like it's it's why this guy has survived so long and to me it was it was like basically leading up to a Red Queen versus Wesker scenario, which I'm fucking down for. I want to see yeah. like all the security measures of this building that is way overdone as it is coming at Wesker yeah. and then him doing all his little zippy zippy doodah shit. You know, Zippy shit. so when I see him just on, yeah, when I see him on the ground, just, you know, basically giving in, it's super frustrating. Like he's the sort of guy who would rip his torso out and then zippity doodah around on his fucking hands, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I want to see. And that would be so good to see, yeah. honestly. And yeah. while we're on the subject of the Red Queen as well, I mean, let's talk about the, uh, the nepotism in the room here. Although, um, Mila Jovovich's daughter being the Red Queen, I, I thought it was very, very inspired in regards to having it turn out to be Alice because, I mean, who else is going to look more like you than your daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was very that was very clever. I thought that worked in their favour, but I was just like, oh, of course, of course they're going to tag their daughter in on this shit. Hmm. What like, happened to the little girl in the last one? Wasn't there a girl in the last film? 
Oh, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, There's been a different girl oh, in every one. This is Resident Evil. So, of course, the little girl that she saves, the clone. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I can't believe I forgot that matter. it was based off the little girl in number two, and they've just totally changed that. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, but for this movie in itself, I think it works. It, it, it comes full circle. It's, you know, Alicia being the original, and she's all sick, and she's grown up, and she's, you know, in charge of Umbrella. Saying all that, like, if she was kind of a good guy, why did she let all this shit happen? <laughs> yeah. You know? I guess they've done it without a, you know, her permission. I don't why know. didn't they kill her? Why couldn't old mate just kill her? Like, what... The Red Queen stops can't kill employees, but why can't this doctor, this yeah. doctor dude... Just kill her? Like, why isn't that a thing? Yeah. She, he's like, he literally is like, I can't wait for everything to happen so I don't have to answer to you. Pull out a fucking gun, blow her fucking hand, brains out, you don't have to answer to her anyway. It's the apocalypse. You're in charge of the company still. You don't lose 50% of the company for killing the other person. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know is like, this: the world has gone to shit. Where does any of this, you know, business talk even mean anything anymore? There's no, yeah. there's no like high court that they would go get taken to because of fraud and all this bullshit. Like, no, it's killing. It's the apocalypse. You could shoot her. Yeah, you're right, Connor. Fucking hell. And then, like, the other thing is, there's that bit where she's on the that truck thing with the doctor and she's got a knife to his throat just before he cut, she cuts his hand off, which is cool. That's cool. Congratulations. Why didn't you just fucking kill him? Like, yeah. I don't understand. He yeah. was not... He, you literally could have slit his throat and then gotten away. Why didn't you just kill him? <laughs> cut his hand off? It makes no sense. I don't uh, understand that either. He wasn't attacking you. There was no reason to run away. Stab the man in the throat. Save your own life. And sudden, oh fuck! And then take um, his hand so you can use the the print. Yeah, that's right. It's just and like I yeah, very cool that the doctor's clone kills him. That's very his own ego destroyed him. That's a great ending. But also like it's not at all and it's totally pathetic. Like oh, how no, we'll long talk about the clones in a sec. I, I still want to talk a little bit about the Red Queen and how like all over the place she is. Like yeah, what's <laughs> like? I feel like she's gone from like uh in the first one she's a bad guy but it's all kind of justified what she's doing i feel like mm. you know she's trying to contain the virus she's been programmed to contain that virus and is killing whatever problems yeah. will come along she's like okay so in the first one she's like the chaotic good and then she becomes like um it just is all over the shop with her um like her alignment of what she's Align doing yeah that's what I, I'm, I'm questioning. And like throughout these movies, she goes from being logical to straight up fucking evil to working with someone. Like, how is she so self-aware that she can do this? If she's programmed to do something, that's what she does. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's, it, we're, we're, we're giving this, this computer too much humanity, I feel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> the coldness of the fact that she's a program doing what she's programmed to do is scarier to me than something that can bargain and, you know, talk about feelings and what she likes, what movies she likes. I don't understand, stuff, you know? like, how it's like, oh, hey, I can't harm another... I can't harm Umbrella employees, but what I can do is I can, like, give information that will harm and well, yeah exactly and i can do it. stuff that while not directly physically harming them like emotionally will like i what where is that where's the fucking logic in that like even the last film whatever the hell it was that we were watching afterlife aftermath retrid retribution retrid <laughs> apocalypse extinction put a cock in my mouth i'm just so over it and even that film like i'm like okay that makes sense like there's bits of like why did they incorporate that like you know how rain mm. pops up as the suburban mum and she just dies like i'm like yeah. oh that's a bit silly but like it still made sense like there was still logic behind most of what was happening whereas yeah. in this i'm like I, I actually am like what the fuck that makes no sense like they've just they just it doesn't make any fucking sense half the time as to what's going on. I don't understand why half the stuff happens. Like, that would like, make why... sense to me if it was a high high executive who f suddenly got a conscience, you know? But for yeah. a program, it just... No. It, it's, you know, whatever. Again, go with it. <laughs> it's Resident Evil. Okay, you want to talk about clones? Let's talk about clones. Yeah. So that's been a, a constant just like... 
red herring throughout this whole film is like, oh, Alice has been killed. Wait, it's a fucking clone. And now all of a sudden, I like that she actually calls out that Isaac's, oh, I killed your clone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, of yeah. course it was. Okay, moving on. You know, like, it's like, even they're just like, it is what it is. We just wanted to bring this guy back. Here he yeah. is. It wasn't the real one. I did like the idea that that one was also a clone. Now, yeah. I, I haven't really liked the whole clone thing up until now, but I, I'm getting on board with him being a clone, and I actually quite liked that Alice was a clone. Yeah, but- I, I, weirdly enough, I did like that. And I felt like that added a whole extra layer to her character. You know, mm. like, and I felt like that really sort of explained a lot of the blankness to her as well. Because in the past, um, we sort of haven't felt like there's another dimension to her. And I feel like a big part of that now could be explained away by the fact that she doesn't have a past. She doesn't yeah. have memories. And I really, really love that. And it made me really feel for her. And I felt like I would actually want to watch this character now. Like, I would love to see her want to piece her life together and... You know, like try and try and live on knowing that she is a clone and having all these memories that have now been gifted to her and and realizing that she needs to live this life for like the the woman that couldn't, you know. No, I agree. I I feel like it definitely solidifies a lot of the shitty writing that they've done earlier in the series. <laughs> it yeah, just yes. it fills in those gaps and makes it's like, oh yeah, she is a clone. Like I feel like there should have been hints to it before now but i'm not going to give this series that much credit that they would even do that because every every movie is a new one as we know but this time around i i like the idea that there is uh you know a decaying version of alice yeah who can't do the things that she did so they created her and that's what this alice could have been you know like alicia could have been and now alice is living her life in in that way and I like that she gets her memories at the end. Like, I, that's, again, I thought where the movie was going to go was that we would see her going back to places she remembers, you know, going back to her childhood home or something. I don't know. But, like, it gives the, the character so much more depth than it yeah, did before. definitely. I, um, I didn't like it because um, the clone thing has been fucking dumb and then it still continues to be fucking dumb, in my opinion, just because... I, why wouldn't it, why couldn't they just, why couldn't Alice just like have memories? You know that thing where they, she puts the, um, Alicia, whatever a stupid name is, the old, old Alice mm. has a little droplet and she presses a button and all of the memories come up. Mm. Why isn't it that she just suffers from memory loss and as an umbrella employee, she loses them and they hold her memories or some shit. Like, why does it have to be another character? Like, why does, why does Alice have to be so connected to this fucking T-virus? Like, Why? Why could why did they wipe the slate clean? Like that's why it annoys me. That's why the clone thing's dumb. It's it it it's been it it, it doesn't make any sense for every well, other film and suddenly just... in this one it pops up and I've got fucking I've got to watch this old Mila Jojovic, Jojovic, I don't care. She's playing an old woman in a wheelchair, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why? 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 <laughs> ah! Well, see, I why? feel like it. Like, I, I agree. I think the, the clones thing is, is dumb as shit, but it kind of makes it a little less dumb as shit by this point coming in. To me, yeah. I, I feel like it just, it just, it kind of explains a little bit of everything else. Yeah, and I feel like they probably wouldn't have bothered to give her memories in the past because she's just expendable to them. They wouldn't have bothered to fill her up with memories or like even hold on to her memories in the past because they're like, it's a clone. Why the fuck do we care? The only time they put memories in was in, um, you know, like in the suburbia setting where they want it to be like a, a certain kind of scenario. Yeah. Although saying that Alicia could have given her her memory, like the memories could have got passed on like they do. Um Oh, hold on, no. If she wasn't a clone, she wouldn't. Alicia wouldn't exist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> and then, um, and then, because Alicia was, well, I assume was frozen, as well yeah. for a while, so she wouldn't have even been out to give her memories. How did she get someone. unfrozen just quietly? Like- I that that's that's one of the plot holes in that. I'm not sure. I'm. Uh, you, it's probably the Red Queen. That's what I'm going to assume, because mm. we see we see her pod opened. And we see the wheelchair sitting there like she's been brought out or something. So it's obviously only happened at the same time that uh, Isaacs has come out. Because when he came out, was there another one next to him? 
Yeah, was that was, yeah, was that, that her? That was Alicia. Yeah, that was her. Yeah, that, okay. was, that was why her wheelchair was sitting next to it because I never understood right. that shot until she came into it, and I was like, oh, okay, so that must have been her pod then. She's just, <laughs> just shaking it off, just waking up. Yeah, it's all good. Well, Connor, you didn't uh, you didn't dig Isaac's getting killed by his own clone? No. Why would I dig? <laughs> like, I just I get it. Like, it's very symbolic, and congratulations on what you've done, but. Because I think the clone thing is stupid, and I've always thought it was stupid, and my biggest gripe with the fourth one was when all the clones break into that place and try and kill Wesker, whoever it is. I think it's Wesker. Like, to have the clone thing come back and be, like, a pivotal plot point in the film was just so frustrating. And I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I want Alice to kill this person. He's a pain in the ass. I want my protagonist to do the job. Like, that's what I want. I want my protagonist to kill him. And she doesn't, and that was really annoying. It's himself, and it's like, but it's just his own ego that destroyed... Shut the fuck... I don't fucking care. Like, I just want to watch Alice kill zombies and, like, you know, save the world, and instead it's Alice kills zombies, and also she's a clone, and also this guy has a clone. Why doesn't Albert Wesker have a clone? Where's mm. his clone? Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, everyone's got a fucking clone. Why doesn't the one guy who gets turned into goop not have a clone? Riddle me that, world. Riddle me that. <laughs> Well, you wait. Hell. It'll be his clone as the yeah, one that got pinned the under the. One. Yeah, it, he's still alive. Yeah. Um, I I found the death quite satisfying actually, and I think it's because I haven't liked the clone thing this whole time. But this has given me something to grab onto. It's giving, it's giving some sense to it, and so it's it's sort of like, you know, he deserved this because it's his fault that all these clones are running around. He's even made ones of himself, and they don't really know who who's the real one anymore and the you know so he gets killed by mm. one of his clones i just thought it was yeah like you said symbolic and whatever and and it just gives me gives me something about all yeah. this clone business so it makes me as satisfied as i can be with such rubbish stuff you know i also really laughed and loved that bit because i was like fuck that is so funny because like as soon as he saw himself run up and the other guys look all friendly he's like who you know this can't be and he's just like i am yeah. you dick dickhead that kind of thing yeah. and i just love the fact that he did not expect himself to stab himself like he should know himself better <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> i was just like that is so funny i love that he got jacked up by himself it's like i'm i'm me i'm i'm the only me like i love that so funny. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, we've already spoken about the ending, so have we got anything else that we need to discuss here? No. Uh, no, I pretty much covered everything I wanted to cover. Oh, no, All no, right. there was one Ooh. more thing I wanted Ooh, to, to mention. There was got? one more thing. It pissed me off so much that there was that romance just shoved on with Claire, with Doc. Because oh, I, I, I so think that Claire and Alice have way better chemistry than, like, any other characters. And Claire, like, nearly started crying the moment that Alice mentioned that she was going to sacrifice herself. And she had, like, mm. no emotions with Doc. But what I found really funny about it is because that relationship was tacked on, I was instantly like, oh, Doc's going to be the, the double-crosser, basically. Like, yeah, that sure. makes it so obvious. But, yeah, no, Claire... Claire and Alice. Claire and Alice should be together. The whole, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd go for that. And but no, at no point is like the doc thing even anything to the story. Like no, like the whole double cross thing means nothing. He just gets. It's just like okay, you're dead. <laughs> like, yeah. Such a nothing plot point. Um, I'm just. I just really wish that there would have been some explanation of what happened to Chris. You know, even just just oh, you know, yeah. give us something. Because they were, you know, they were the team. What's going on there? I'm just, we've got Claire back. Why haven't we got the, the brother? Anyway, yes. We've, we've been asking that question all through this franchise. Where's Chris? Where's Let's Chris? Let's finish it up. The final chapter in our saga. But before we get there, let's do my favorite segment. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, Tracy B. The good for me was... The general look of the film, like the world felt very, very fully fleshed out. Connor. Um, my good is Claire Redfield being a recognisable face. That's my good. <laughs> uh, my good, and it's, it's, you know, good in the world of this Resident Evil universe. I actually liked the clone twist. I thought that was pretty cool. 
So I want to give them props for actually doing something with the clones rather than just making them expendable, you know, whatevers. It's, it actually had something to do with the plot, and I found it quite satisfying. The Bad, yeah. Tracy B. Um, the Bad for me would probably be the rewriting of the past films. That just, uh, that oh, just yeah. puts, made me so annoyed. Very annoyed. Oh, fucking hell, Connor. The entire story was fucking bad. <laughs> Like of just story. this this film or like of all films? <laughs> well, I'm talking about this film. This film is actually yeah. This film this film story is fucking bad. It's so bad, so bad. So I don't think it was that so bad. I, I thought I the do. bad the worst thing was the expendable side characters. Um, there's just like when I think about what happened in this movie, they mean nothing. Yeah. <laughs> They're literally nothing. Like. I think of, like, cool scenes where they got killed, but I'm kind of like, I don't know who they were. That was just Ruby Rose or the black guy or, you know, that other guy with a weird accent. Like, it's just <laughs> people dying. Yeah. That's why. Bring in the other characters. Come on. And The Ugly, Tracy. Mm, the Ugly. This is a hard one for me. I, there wasn't much of this film that I actually found to be very ugly. Um, so I'm probably just going to go with... The gore. The gore. Because it was very... Because it was actually ugly, but not ugly in, like, a bad way. It was yeah, just like, very ugly. It was ugly. A, a good ugly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. The, ed the editing. The editing. The editing is hideous. The editing is so ugly. It's almost like I planned to say that. Is it the, the editing or the camera work that really got you? Well, okay, thank or you. Both. Both are hideous, and I hate them both. I just... The cutting... <laughs> it's so quick. It's so... God damn. Maybe yeah. I'm turning up. Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe it's like I've got an old brain or something. <laughs> Your but brain's yeah. too is slowing down. Can't handle the hecticness of it. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Wesker's death because oh, it's yeah. such it's such a like a non-event in in terms of this you know, this franchise and he's the big bad. But I think I've got to go with the rewriting stuff that you said was the the bad stuff, Trace. I yeah. I think that is so ugly now that I think about it. That's just why. How is in any world? How is that okay? In yeah. any, if you have a franchise, you you put Resident Evil like as part of a franchise. This you know, my ticket says Resident Evil Six. This is the sixth movie in a franchise. You can't just write away the. The other movies like that like you can write in with those those points and and plot points you know whatever like work around it in some way or you know find a little loophole that they didn't write properly in in the second movie and kind of work around that here but you can't just fully ignore a movie i just like that's called rebooting you yeah. reboot the franchise if you're going to do that you don't do this that's horrible okay well that's it, guys. Let's do our uh, final thoughts. Tracy, what do you got? Um, overall, I didn't mind this film. I thought that it was pretty good. Uh, obviously, aside from the bad points that I sort of brought up, for the most part, I enjoyed this. I had a good time sitting through it, and after the movie ended, my friend Jesse and I basically looked at each other and said, yeah, that was, that was enjoyable. So... I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. This is total shit. This is my least favourite one of all wow. of the films. This <laughs> is my least favourite one. I actually fucking hated it. I had no... Like, there was not a part... Every other film said something that I'm like, this is so... This is redeemable. Or like, that's cool. Or this is cool. This is just pure shit. Like, I expected a little bit more for the final chapter. They fucked me off in the ending. Like, basically slapped me across the face with the ending. Slapped me across the face with the rewriting of a story that isn't it's not even a reboot. Slapped me in the fucking testicles with this clone <laughs> bullshit. And then to top it off, they couldn't even make it fucking visually appealing. They got fucking Michael J. Fox to do the cinematography. And then they got someone oh. on at least seven lines of coke to fucking cut the film. It was garbage. I fucking hated it. It's shit. One out of five. Fuck you, Resident Evil. You fucking Holy beautiful shit. game, though. Love wow. the new game. Resident, Resident Evil 7 game. Like, the new game is excellent. Fuck this movie. Piece of shit. <laughs> I, wow. I can't believe you... Uh, are you putting this under retribution? I'm fucking That's... livid right now. This piece of shit film was just... I can't... Ugh. Wow. Fuck it. Wow. <laughs> Well, I actually liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was quite solid. I, since Extinction, I finally feel like we're moving forward 
Which is weird that there's like we've bas- we've had a whole trilogy of films since <laughs> then, and we're only just moving forward now. I think uh, I, I I feel like it really went back to some of those old tropes that I really liked in the first film. I like the clone twist. I like what they've done with the characters. I feel like for this franchise, it's a somewhat satisfying ending. Inverted commas. Yeah. <laughs> I um I was okay with it. I wasn't. I was. It wasn't what I wanted. I expected more from the final chapter, but it was good enough. I give it a three yeah. out of five as well. Yeah. All right. Well, now we've we've seen the six movies. Connor, you said this one was your least favorite. Why don't you list off the other ones and tell us what was number one to the final chapter? Go. Uh, the second film was my favourite. The third film was my second favourite. The first film was my third favourite. And then um, the prison one would have been my fourth. And then the right. other one that we saw the other the last yeah last week was the fifth. Yeah. And you liked that better than this one. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. what would you rate him? What would you rate him, Trace? Um, Extinction is definitely my number one. Uh, Resident Evil, the first one, is uh, second. Um, uh, the prison one. Uh, so, what's that one? Afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah. That's probably my third. Apocalypse would be my fourth. Um, fifth would be Retribution. Oh no! Wait, yeah, no, I'm getting mixed up now. This my- one. You gotta yeah, put no, this one in there somewhere. No, my fourth, my fourth would be, um, would be final chapter, and then yeah. fifth would be apocalypse, and then sixth would be retribution. Retribution. I go one, two, three, in order. Uh, then this one, and then four, five. Nice, nice and clean. Yeah, the first one is actually a really good film i like having yeah. going back and thinking on all of these movies i think the first one was a fairly solid film and there was so much hope you know yes. like where could yeah. we go with this and then yeah. as we get further and further there's so many missteps and you know miss like Pretty sure you can you can hear our sort of like like morale to decline as this retrospective has gone yeah. on too yeah you can <laughs> Yeah, retribution is horrible. I yeah, um, does me in <sighs> that you put that above this one, McDuff. But Sorry. that's all good. We got to the end, guys. Well done. Six movies in the bag. That's our Resident Evil saga uh, retrospective. Woo! All done. Uh, I hope you guys, you listeners, have had as much fun as we've had talking about them and going back and watching these movies, tearing them apart, finding all the good parts in them as well as as much as we could. Uh, Tracy B, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Tracy B. It's always a good. It's always a good romp when we get you on. So we'll have to do it again sometime soon. Uh, yes. But for you and me, Connor, we go on to other films, I guess. Uh, we were Our sort of talking continues. about where we need to go. <laughs> Resident Evil. My life has just been Resident Evil the last month and a half. What are yeah. we going to do next week? Uh, we're going to do Patriot's Day. Patriot's Day. Marky Mark. A bit of... Uh... Marky Mark. You know how much I love America. I know how much you love America. So we're going to talk about it in a film. Do you reckon it's too soon? Like the Boston bombings happened like, what, two years ago? I was going to say, and it now didn't doing... feel like that long ago. Yeah. And they're this, doing I like... St- I feel like this is way too soon. Like, I feel like this is a real sort of... I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm curious because it's, you know... to. I don't, I'm not really one. I don't really give a fuck how, like, what you've done to make a story. It's, it's fictional. You know what I mean? And Glorious Bastards is literally a fairy tale. Like, that's how it's set up in World War II. But, I mean, time is the thing that makes things okay at the same time. Mm, and, yeah. you know, this is, like, I just feel like they really are trying to tack on to glorifying, you know, the glorification of a, you know, quite a major incident that still has an effect on people this day. Like, that was a big thing that people still have fear for. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a... Yeah, it's kind of the way it goes, though. It's like they it's like they feel like they need to strike while the iron's hot, so to speak. And yeah. while it's still fresh in people's minds. Because um, they did with 9-11 as well. I know there was, like, a bunch of movies that came out in the, the years after that. Um, whereas, like, a 9-11 movie now would probably be a little bit more respectful. Um, you know, tell the real stories of, you know, some of the characters that we didn't... I don't know. 
but I know what you're saying, Connor, and I don't know. But let's um, let's find out next week when we watch old Marky Mark doing his thing. Follow us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podbit. You know, it's 120 episodes in, 123 episodes in. You know. Uh, big shout out to Reese for throwing us this retrospective, and big shout out to what's this, uh, Ryan for having a good old chat with us. Yeah, you've been involved way. all through this retrospective, man, and yeah. we, we appreciate your thoughts. So, um, so please, continue that dialogue coming. Thanks a bunch. One day I'll meet you and I'll give you a big kiss on the lips. Play the music, Fish. Listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Resident Evil, the final chapter, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Entering Raccoon City is performed by Paul Hesslinger, and the track The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly titles is performed by Ennio Morricone. Fish and Connoisseur Movie.